0: Talk Back Matters, from the Salvos.
1: In a Psychology Today article, it shares how every family argues overtly by yelling at each other or covertly by avoiding conversation and contact. Sometimes being candid can start that argument. So how can we be honest with our family so that it contributes to a healthy relationship? Because lying is not an option if we want to maintain our integrity and try to solve an issue or the problem at hand. Psychologist Meredith Fuller shares very wise insights on giving honest feedback.
0: In the gift of honesty and openness a great gift we can give, but it's done in such a way that I've met them as another human being I've given of myself in that response, and I've also been very thoughtful to my consideration of how can I best help this person hear what I wish to say and then act on it and I've also acknowledged them as a person. It's not my position in life to run around annihilating people by just opening my mouth and flapping in the breeze, but I have been true to myself in identifying what I saw that was impressive or good or developed. I've had to consider the veracity of my feedback and I've also had to consider how can I help this person apply that feedback and I've also had to consider that that's my opinion and they're perfectly entitled to say thanks for your opinion, I won't act on it and um, that doesn't sit well with me, but I really did want to know your position. That's great, thanks for being honest. Um, so I'm also respecting them to be able to determine what they will take on board and what they don't need to take on board and not be in a half bore a hissy fit yes, because yeah. they didn't listen.
1: And those are great tools for resolving inter-family squabbles in a way as well, aren't they?
0: Absolutely. It's a little bit like when um, people... Um, get into um, debates with each other, and rather than having a very real conversation, they say, you always leave the house a mess. You never want to see my mother. You always do this. You always do that. Now, those pejorative comments are really setting up a flashpoint argument, and they're not very helpful. It's far better to say, um, I noticed in the past four weeks, I've gone to visit my parents alone, I'm feeling that I'd love you to come next time. I love it when you're with me. It does hurt me a bit to be um, going there without you. I'm just wondering, is there any reason why you haven't been able to come for the last few weeks? Could I do anything to help you come? Um, Is there something I could do in return that you're needing that I haven't done that's a much better way of um, having a discussion and getting a win-win outcome rather than saying, you never come with me to my parents.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It's so much easier to respond in an oh, irrational yes. way. It's so much more yes. difficult it's, and takes so much courage to be uh, diplomatic.
0: Yes. Well, it also takes time, Chris, and one of the things that we know with relationships are they take time. A lot of people try to do too much, too busy Um, they're so distracted, they're not focused, by recognizing that in my relationships there is time that I need to take to consider before I open my mouth, to be able to listen to what the person says, to be able to listen before I respond. If I can make a little bit more time in the day for that communication process, I'm far more likely to have more of a quality relationship and more of a relationship where we can speak the truth. because we understand that the other person actually seeks to understand us and seeks to support and help us so that it it doesn't become a contest. It actually becomes an opportunity for us to be closer and more interested and involved in each other and therefore we've both got buy-in into the relationship.
1: But if that other person doesn't want to hear the truth and they're not open to changing and wanting to grow, then it's Mm. pretty much a dead end, do you think?
0: Well, basically it's that issue about two people, what's their intention, what's their motivation, what's their track record and how much investment do they have. Now, for some people, you know that they're under-involved, you might be over-involved. They're probably not really wanting to reciprocate in the layers and depths of those communications and in that case, um, you might decide to use levity or humour. So you might say something like, Oh, look, aren't you a case? You, you, you've asked me, and yet I know because you're still washing the dishes and you have your back to me, you're probably not going to hear what I say, um, like, you know, and make a joke. Yeah. Or you might say something like, I'm. I guess you're wanting a response. What is it you'd really like to hear me say? Okay. Um, So you can use some humour and in that way, again, you're being true to yourself because you're not um, compromising yourself but you're also not um, giving pearls before swine in terms of, you know, I've just taken 20 minutes out of my life to go to a very deep and meaningful conversation and you weren't even listening. (laughs) So so I think you can use humour. You can also do something like understand that for some people they're more thing-oriented than people-oriented and probably um, for them it's less necessary, less important. So again, you might say, oh, well, look, you know, there's two and, two and pros and pros and cons and here's a pro and here's a con, there you go. Um, so you're not going to perhaps expect them to have the same level of investment because there's no evidence to suggest that that they've done in the past, that's what they want, and that's what they're likely to do in the future. So you might say, look, I've got a very intimate, good communication with four of my friends, but my fifth friend, it's much more about you know, how we play squash together. And so I might tailor the nature of the depths of the reveal accordingly. We're talking about telling the truth. Of course, one one prerequisite is we need to know what our truth is. Yeah. Sometimes we don't give ourselves enough time to consider what is our truth. Sometimes we're habituated and we'll just say the same old thing without thinking, or we don't know what our position is or something. The less self-aware we are, the harder it is for us to know what our truth is. But some clues are... If you say things and they don't feel right, they don't sit right, they don't sound right, you're incongruent, so your body language might be saying something that's opposite to what your words are saying, that's usually a clue and that might help you to consider, well, hang on, what is my truth on that? And if it's an important issue, you might like to take a little more time. Perhaps you could journal it, write some notes. You might like to read more about that issue or topic. You might like to consider what's the truth in our family and and particularly our family of origin about, you know, who who tells the truth in what way? Uh, were there people who were very blunt in my family? Was that frightening? Do I overcompensate as a result of that, which means I'm not really sure where I do stand? Um, have a think about that because that might help us to find our own way of, of speaking our truth, but again, as a respectful adult, rather than thinking it, it's kind of, you know... Either or, you know, you're either incredibly blunt and rude or, yeah. you know, you, you tell the truth for seven hours in such a way that, you know, you've told your whole life story. So find, find a way to understand what your truth is yeah. and how you would like to do that. And then practice, take little steps and see what happens. But my experience is um, if you tell the truth with an intention of being supportive and helpful and wanting to communicate, you're not telling the truth to hurt someone, you're telling the truth because truth is a value you have. Um, you can always check with the person. I'm just wondering, how do you feel about what I said? Do I need to explain that further? Can you tell me back what you think I said so I can check you got my meaning? There's techniques we can use to make sure.
1: Always love chatting with Meredith Fuller, psychologist and author, and you can connect with Meredith through her website, meredithfuller.com.au. This is Light and Life.